It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. All right. Yeah, welcome to the uh, After 9 podcast, everybody. It's so hard. I just saw uh, one of our good clients walk through the door, and (laughs) I shook his hand. Shit. You shook his hand immediately. You know what I told him to do? Go through the showers first. (laughs) I didn't know he was one of our big clients, and I just said, I don't know who you are, but you got to go through the showers if you want to come in here first. That's Chris Welker from Welker & Associates. Well then. He has a good sense of humor, actually. He laughed. He thought it was funny, and then he saw our hand sanitizer right when he walked in and said, I'm going to sell this online. Yeah, no kidding, right? right. You got sanitizer. You are, you're ahead of the game. If you don't have a sense of humor sometimes in this, what do you, what do you got? You know what I mean? Like, it, it sucks and it's serious in a lot of cases, but we laugh to trying to get through some of the craziness. Sometimes you just got to laugh. Yeah. One thing, uh, there's a kid over in the UK who's just been suspended from school because he was selling squirts of hand sanitizer. Not even for a lot of money. He was selling them for a buck. A buck a squirt? I'd take that. I mean, you can't get hand sanitizer anywhere right now. If somebody offers me uh, uh, a squirt, I'll give them a toonie or a loonie for that. No problem. Sign me the fuck up. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to After Nine again. Uh, Oh, I should mention Chris because I did that at the beginning. I mentioned Welker and Associates. They're licensed insolvency uh, trustees. So if you are like right at your breaking point, if you are just... I have so much debt and don't know how to get out of it. You go and see somebody like him and it's not bankruptcy, but it's a um, consumer proposal that he files and you've got to be licensed by the government to do it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And you go and see him and then he'll say, okay, so if your debt is like uh, 80 grand and this is how much money you make, this is actually how much you can truly afford to pay back. And then your 80 grand instantly drops down to like 15 grand or something like mm, that. And then okay. you pay that off and you build up your credit again. He's a good guy. In any case, The world has changed again. Yesterday's podcast was different because it was all about COVID-19. And today's is going to be mainly about COVID-19 too. But there's new developments. The First Lady of Canada, Sophie Gregoire Trudeau, has tested positive for coronavirus. The Prime Minister's office says she is feeling well and her symptoms remain mild. At the moment, the Prime Minister is in good health with no symptoms. He remains in self-isolation for the next two weeks. Okay, but he's had close contact with Sophie since before she got the positive test. So what are we doing to protect the prime minister? Because above all, we have to protect our leaders. Right. And he's under his own uh, self-quarantine. He's exhibiting no symptoms currently. Correct? No. no. Yeah. He says he's not experiencing any symptoms. Sophie says she's experiencing uncomfortable symptoms, but she'll be back on her feet soon. And she says we will get through this together. Okay. That's good leadership. I like to hear that. It's believed, though, that she contracted a virus on a recent trip to the UK for London's Wee Day. Do they not have the news there at Rideau Cottage? <laughs> Why is she traveling? I, I get that she's uh, the yeah. first lady. and That's what they do. They travel. They travel a lot. I think, honestly, they, just like a lot of the rest of us, minions, really didn't realize the severity of this and really didn't think that it would escalate to this extent that it has and it might continue to do. But we pay for this. Sure. All that money that comes off of our checks every two weeks, all the sales tax that we pay, we're paying to fund a government who's supposed to be smarter than us. How did they not know that this was a risk to send her to this? Why couldn't she just do a video message? Why doesn't she just go on... uh, uh, what's that website that you can go to and, and leave a video message? 
Cameo. Cameo, yeah. Put Sophie on Cameo and send a message to over to the UK. She doesn't need to go. Nobody should be going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say something else, too. Right. Parliament. They're talking about uh, suspending Parliament for a while because it's not safe. Listen, you fucking dinosaurs. We have Skype. We have FaceTime. We've got any number of technology pieces at your disposal that are free. You can have a virtual parliament. You can have a virtual meeting. Everybody sit in your little constituency office. I don't care if you sit in your living room in your fucking pajamas. We can still make decisions and function as a government even though this virus is going around. What's not safe, I agree with you, is for MPs to be flying around from their constituency to Ottawa. It also costs us a shit ton of money to do that. So you guys just sit in your little offices, home offices if you want, I don't care, dial in. We're going to have a conference call for Parliament this Mm -hmm. time. You can uh, cast your votes through a secure system online. But we still need to have a functioning government. Saying we should suspend Parliament is ludicrous. This is why we have a government, is for times of important emergencies. Still have Parliament. Yeah, don't Just sus- don't go. That's exactly right. And you know what? It, that's government, and I completely agree with you, and we should have a say in that, by the way. We should have a say in what they do. You fuckers can't just cancel like Parliament. That. And then on a smaller on the smaller side of things, businesses everywhere need to really reflect on, do you really need this person in? Because some people are just pricks when it comes to that. Like, no, you'll come into the damn office, and you'll wear your suit and tie, and you'll answer your phones. I if, pay you, so you're coming in. If they don't need to be there seriously consider allowing them to do what they need to do at home it's going to get really crazy with the fact that we don't have kids in school for the next three weeks here yep that means parents are going to need to find care is there going to be enough care for all of the children Mm, probably not unless you can call upon favors from people somehow and not everybody can not everybody has uh you know the means or the family close by the village if you will to help out so this will get very interesting over the next little while here hey listen uh you know i i just don't understand people sometimes yesterday i was talking about the amount of people that were bitching about different sports leagues being canceled that's great nobody should want to go and sit in an arena with eighteen thousand people around them right now mm-hmm. nobody should want to do that cancel them that was the right decision And these people that are complaining, well, why can't the kids go to school? This is bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I get that daycare is an issue, and I feel for you. I really do. And daycares themselves are shutting down. So it's not even like, oh, okay, I'll just put my kid in daycare if you can find a spot. A lot of them are trying to decide individually whether to stay open or not in this circumstance. So people really sometimes have no choice but to stay at home with their kids. They cannot leave their kids alone. As of right now, when we record, there are 59 confirmed cases in Ontario. 17 new cases were confirmed yesterday. That's a massive spike. That's the biggest 24-hour spike we've had so far in this coronavirus shit. Wow. So, as I see it, there's one problem that nobody seems to want to address. Travel. We talked about this a week and a half ago in the podcast. If we'd closed our borders a week and a half ago, the people who are coming here with the virus wouldn't be here. And the virus, although it is airborne, is certainly not going to travel across the border. Uh, Well, it's not going to travel airborne across the border. It's not going to travel across the ocean in the air. It would have been it would have made so much more sense to close the borders a couple of weeks ago. And anybody who was away at the time. If you're a Canadian citizen or you're allowed to be here, you can still come home, but you're going into mandatory quarantine yourself for two weeks. That's the only way to stop the spread. I'll be honest with you. 
I don't want to tell you how to run your life or how to parent your kids, but I'm bewildered that there are people still going on March break right now. We saw pictures of Pearson Airport this morning, and it looked pretty dead. But we know there are people that are going to head down to Florida, even though yep. Disney World is closed. Yeah. Is it the Florida one, too? I know the California one is. They decided both, right? Yeah, they both decided the both. Locations. The uh, Florida location is going to be closed, I believe, as of tomorrow. I mean, I wouldn't do it personally. That's a thing. You make the choice for your family that's best for your family. I get it. But we know, like you said, we know it's linked to travel. We know that this spreads by traveling. And then you're going to come back with it. And God knows where you're going to go after that. That's why I'm trusting nobody. You know what I mean? I'm trusting nobody right now. I really am not. You uh, had an interesting... Oh, sorry. Before we get to that, I'll say it again. We shouldn't be allowing travel. Yeah. I, I like what BC and Alberta did. They've imposed sort of a travel ban. So in British Columbia and Alberta, if you leave Canada during this crisis, when you come back, you have to self-isolate for 14 days. The problem is... Who's enforcing that? Are the cops going to come and say, wait a second. Have you gone anywhere today? Let me see your passport stamps. I want to see if you've been anywhere. Nobody's forcing them to do that. So it's all voluntary. The reason here in Ontario, they closed the schools is because we don't trust people. We know there's people away right now that are coming back soon. I've got friends that are in Cuba. There's probably people listening right now traveling. We get a lot of people who listen to us on planes and trains and take the podcast with them. There's people right now traveling, listening to this. And we know that there's people who are going away for March break. And the two weeks afterwards, people are saying, well, why is it only two weeks? I heard it can take three weeks and blah, blah, blah. Within two weeks, we'll know if you've developed symptoms Within two weeks, you should start to get some indication that you're sick. Then we count on you to not go to school, not go to work, not go anywhere really in public. So we give you that two weeks just to make sure you're okay. But a lot of this is still voluntary and everybody here has to pitch in and do their part. I agree. If you're sick, don't go in. So that's why the schools are staying closed for an additional two weeks in Ontario. It was probably the more effective way than a travel ban if you're not going to truly enforce a travel ban. We're all making choices right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're making these choices for us or for our families or whatever the case is. For me, I had a predicament. I was okay with talking about it. I'm not sure he was. But my situation that I've been linked into is that my husband had a guy's night tonight planned long time ago. They plan these things in advance. They're going to dinner. They're going to Lancaster Smokehouse. Such a great spot. Beauty. Great. Then they plan to come back to our house for poker. No problem. Great. Except for the fact that eh, things have changed a little bit now. Not only that, but I just found out, and I did not know this, one of the guys that's going to be coming to my house or had planned to be coming to my house was in Vegas, traveled recently. About two weeks ago, he got back. And not, no, he's not showing any symptoms. No, he says he's fine. But I've got two little kids, and he's still coming into my home. No. And never mind that. I mean, anybody coming into my home now, I, I have to question it. And I don't think it's an overreaction to me to do it, but then I started to second guess, should I really voice my opinion on this or not? And so I decided to go ahead with it this morning, and I'm glad I did. I received zero, zero comments from people saying, you're overreacting, Kat. Every single comment I had coming in, whether it was over the text line, whether someone uh, DM'd me on Instagram, said, you need to look out for you. Uh, Jeff sent a message, for example, and said, Kat, you're a mother. You are their voices. Your little ones can't. I wouldn't let anyone in my house right now. Here's an example. We had a lady go to Germany for a week at work, and she returned on Monday. Uh, we forced her to stay home. 
She said she's okay. Nothing's going to happen. Our workplace said it's all right. And now she has a burning feeling in her lungs. She is now getting tested. You can never be too careful. I'm glad that we did react the way we did. Yeah. So like that's one small example, but we had a few people saying they're changing their plans and it's not a panic thing. People who think that you're changing your plans and you're freaking out over this. It's just a, is it worth it to me if scenario for me? Is it worth it to me if my child gets sick? Fuck no. If it's worth it to me to say to the person, sorry, you can't come in my house, then it is. I'm even a little bit nervous about my husband being out and about right now. That makes me nervous because he's still coming back home. But I understand people not wanting to. He's not getting any tonight. (laughs) You ain't touching me with those. (laughs) Uh, What parts of your body touched his body? Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? And he's even nervous. He even admitted, like, I'm nervous here. The other guys in the group were a little bit nervous. And it's not about the guy, right? It's not just about that. It's generally speaking. They're still going out. They're going to a restaurant. They're touching things. They're coming in contact with people. They don't know where those people have been. So it is something you really have to consider, especially when you're not just considering it for yourself. You've got family to consider, too. So the final, you did you consider letting him come over, but making uh, taking his temperature when he I got did. there? I thought, how can I be cool and like slide over some chips or something? Be like, would you like a chip? And then beep beep with my, uh, I got one of those forehead thermometers for the kids, and just dee, 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 just double check <laughs> that everything's okay while still trying to be the cool wife. You know what I mean? Like, hey, here's some chips and beer, guys. Beep 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 beep. Okay, you got to get the fuck out now. <laughs> I was cool for a minute. Now you get the fuck out. Uh, you know, but you got to take, you do have to take precautions. I, I think you do. And again, I got zero people telling me that it was too much. So if you're considering not going to an event or not having people over, just know that that's okay, guys. That's okay right now. Hey, you have to make the best decisions for you and your family. First and foremost, your health comes first. We had people messaging us this morning saying, guys, Uh, For those who don't know, Kitchener-Waterloo, where we broadcast to, is a huge post-secondary town. There's two universities and a college here. Uh, So what's up, Conestoga, Laurier, U of W, and U of G is just down the road. You can get us at Western as well in Mm -hmm. London, surrounded by it. People are asking us, hey guys, if it's dangerous enough that they're closing the elementary schools and high schools, why aren't they closing the colleges and universities? Ah. Somebody said, why do I have to go to school today? You don't. You don't. Fuck them. I don't know what. Well, you know what it probably is? And I'm saying this as a dad who's paying my daughter's tuition. Sure. They are probably just doing anything they can to get through to exams so they don't have to credit anybody any money. Some of the schools have stepped up and said, we're going to cancel classes for now. And then we're going to do everything through e-learning. Fine. Safety first. No problem. That sounds like reasonable precautions. But the schools that haven't done anything. The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Do you not get the the news where you are? Do you not pay attention to what's going on in the world? It's a pandemic. So what I want to say to you post-secondary students that feel like you've got to go to school, if you don't feel comfortable going to school, don't go. Yeah. If you are in a large uh, symposium room surrounded by people and you think this isn't really a safe environment to be in. Go home. Go home. And you know what? Make that choice for you. You make the choice for you. And if they try and punish you for not being in class, you give me their name. All I need is a name. I'll track down their number and I'll call that fucker on the radio. (laughs) We'll do it right here on the podcast so we can uncensor. We don't have to have it censored. Yeah, because I want to ask that prof. The fuck is wrong with you? Give me their name and I will phone for you and I'll phone in your absence and see if they still have an issue with it.
because I'm pretty sure they won't. Uh, Similar to what you were talking about a few minutes ago, wondering about our friends. I'm supposed to get together with a really good buddy of mine. Okay. This weekend. This weekend. Here's the thing. Mm. And and you know what? There's some buddies I have no problem hanging out with. Uh, you know that a number of my friends are police officers. Mm-hmm. They do have regular interactions with the public, but it's not close contact. They're not in contact for very long. Uh, I would think that if they've been in a dangerous situation, they would tell me before they came over. But my other friend, he's one of the higher ups in a jail. He is one of the guys who admits you when you come into jail. Gotcha. And... Jail just seems like real close quarters. In fact, I'm even wrestling with, should we even have people incarcerated right now? Because if that virus gets into a jail, I don't see how it doesn't spread when there's nowhere to go. I, I'm i the worst person in the world, maybe, but I don't give a shit if they all get infected there. Well, as, as long as it's not the guards. I want to know that the guards are safe. That matters to me. And anyone who's working in the prison. But Cat, cat, cat. No, no, no. Like almost everyone in there is innocent. Just ask them. <laughs> they didn't do it. Take a poll. Or take a tally. They were are you wrongfully convicted. Guilty? Okay, then you are okay. Uh, jury duty has been canceled here in Ontario. Hallelujah. Yeah. Fucking right. Yeah, sure. Let's cancel it. Sure. Can I read a DM? Sure you can. And by the way, on the prison note, we'll do it in another podcast because we will not have time here. But we talked a little while ago about prison safety and I got a great message from someone who does work in a prison. I will get to that. We'll talk about it next week, though. I just want to mention that. He won't, but I'd love to have my buddy come on and talk about uh, solitary confinement because another court has ruled that it's not fair. It's not constitutional. It's a violation of their rights. It's not even humane to put somebody in solitary. I'd love to be able to tell you his take on it, but I'm not going to. It's uh, it's very interesting, though. Hmm. This, uh, I'll leave him anonymous. Hey, Scott, just wanted to take a minute and thank you for today's podcast, number 187. That's the one that came out yesterday. It was a good, non-biased information piece to listen to that isn't skewed by major media. My son has a bit of a cough. Turns out it's croup. My wife's uh. first thought when he had a fever and a cough was, coronavirus, which would be pretty terrifying considering he's just over one year old. I was able to let her listen to the podcast and without the major media focusing on all of the negatives and just listening to people talk about it, she was actually able to settle down. Big fan of the podcast and your morning show. I've been listening for a long time. I even got the Radio Player Canada app. Anyway, just wanted to say thanks to both you and Kat for everything you do. Oh, that's nice. I love that. Thank you for that. Uh, Guys, just listen to podcast 187. I totally agree with you, Scott. We should shut down the country for two weeks. Hey, I'm not going to apologize for that. I absolutely believe that. I absolutely believe the whole country should be mandatory self-isolation. Everybody just go to your homes. There's going to be no work. Uh, Your bills aren't going to get collected for two weeks because there's nobody working at your bill company either. That's the thing, right? You got to pause everything if that's the case. Everything except except for essential Essential. services. Uh, But a scale, a reasonable list. I mean, police, they've got to work. Paramedics, doctors, they've got to work. The people that keep the lights on, that work at the hydro company, essential staff there would have to work. Everybody else, go home. And I mean grocery stores. I mean people in retail. None of this, uh, but people need to go out and shop. Fuck that. No, they don't. You've got 48 hours to get everything you need. I think most people got it all in the last couple days. Yeah, they did. The grocery stores are bare. Yeah. So everybody gets 48 hours notice, maybe 72 hours, and say starting Tuesday, 
The whole country is going to shut down. Canada is closed. No electronic trading on the stock markets. You can't take money out of the bank, but you won't need it because there's nowhere to go and spend it. I mean, this is one of the this is one of the things when it comes to contagion. This is one of the ways we can isolate it. That is a good that is a good thing to do. Would you, it be done? I don't know. It, they should do it, and it's a serious step, but it's doable. And I don't know. Sometimes people think I make things overly simplistic. It is that simple. There's going to be a decree that comes down from Ottawa that says this is just the way it is. You can treat um, the next two weeks like every day is Christmas Day or Good Friday. It's vacation mode, everybody. Get into it. Everybody's off. And if you want to go for a walk, you want to go and play at the park, fine. But you're not getting together in groups. Nobody's traveling anywhere. Planes are grounded. None are coming in. None are landing. This is just the way it is for two weeks. And two weeks because that will stop the spread. And that's all we have to do. I don't care how deadly the virus is. The fact is, there's a virus that we don't have a vaccine for, and while it's spreading as rapidly as it is, and we're still trying to understand how it's spreading, we need to shut down. And it really does have to be that simple. The other uh, bonus to doing it that way, it would take transit off the road. I worry about you people that have to sit on a go train or a go bus every day. I worry about people that are sitting on a really crowded Toronto subway or a streetcar. That scares me for you. It it scares uh, I, me, absolutely. I'm worried for flight attendants that have no other choice. That's how they make their money, right? They're going to do it. I worry about them. And if we just stop bill payments, we just stopped everything. Everything shuts down for two weeks. That is the only solution to stop the spread completely. Although I do think we've made some really good steps. I said this on the radio this morning. And I'm going to say this in the podcast now. This will probably be uh, the last part we do in this podcast because it doesn't need to be too long. No. I think that we are in a unique opportunity right now when it comes to COVID-19. I am. I was telling uh, Dave this last night. Him and I were on the phone. And I told you when I first came in this morning, I don't know what it is, but I am more. (coughs) Sorry. Oh, my God. I coughed. Holy fuck. I'm leaving. I know. I'm sorry. I feel so calm right now. I did a grocery shopping run yesterday. If I had to go into self-isolation for two weeks, I'd be okay. I feel calm. This right now reminds me of that time. Like maybe when you get done work on Christmas Eve, you know, that nice somber feeling that you're done and you don't have to worry about going back to work for a little bit. There's nothing on the go except for good times. This weekend is a good time. Not only is it March break, but a lot of people are staying home. There's no sports. There's no events. There's no obligations. There's nothing on TV. There is nothing going on this weekend. So here's what you're going to do. Go home. I'm going home after this podcast. You're going to self-isolate for 48 hours minimum? Yeah. yeah. Good. Cat. I'm going to leave a scott size impression in my couch that probably won't <laughs> come out again because I'm going to lay there for 48 hours. I have nothing to do now because all my events and obligations have been canceled. I have nothing to do from about noon today until 3 a.m. Monday when I get up for work. How funny is it that laying on your couch... Doing nothing is the healthiest thing you could probably do for yourself right now. Thousand percent. You're absolutely right. Listen, we've called bullshit a few times now when public health says, stay calm. Risk of transmission remains low. I firmly believe that right now, 
the risk of transmission is actually low. Even though there's more cases being reported, the people are aware of it. People are staying home. We're shutting down the schools. There's no sporting events. There's no conventions. Mm -hmm, There's no mm -hmm. wine and cheese parties or cocktail events. None of that shit is going on. There's no springtime show at the Intercare Center or any of that shit that we go to where large gatherings might congregate. I'm looking forward this weekend to doing nothing except Mm -hmm. staying in my house. I'm going to clean. I'm going to get caught up on my laundry. I'm going to take my Christmas lights down. I'm going to do all that shit that I've been putting off. This is the first weekend in 2020 when I have zero to do. And and if you do have plans and you're listening to this on Friday and you're thinking, nah, I'm going to get out there. I'm going to do my thing I was going to do. Double check it, everybody. As we're doing this podcast, things are coming down like crazy. I mean, universities are canceling classes. In-person exams are canceled at McMaster. The Masters are postponed, Scott, just oh, so you shit. know. Uh, so, like, things are dropping at a rapid pace. They're just deciding that that's what's best for them, which makes sense. So, you got to consider that might be what's best for you. And check before you leave the house if you are planning to go anywhere. For the next several weeks, I'd say, don't just just stop and, and just double check that that's even happening. And even if you're getting together with friends or family, double check with them that they're comfortable. There are no shortage of people that, like me, were hesitant to even say anything about a get together. Like, oh, I don't want to be that person that brings it up. Chances are the other people in that group are thinking the exact same thing as you. Go ahead and voice your opinion on it. It's okay, guys. Now's the time. It's okay. Be that person. Sure. Think about your health and protect your family. If you're a parent, you have an obligation to protect your kids. Frankly, I don't understand why you would want your kids in school the week after March break, knowing full well there's kids in that school and staff that are going down south or that are going to Europe or going wherever. You don't want them there. You don't want them there because it's dangerous. Let's stop the spread. And to do that, we all just got to be hermits. How many memes have you seen in the last year from people that say things like, all I want to do is get in my pajamas and watch Netflix all night. Yep. Oh, they want me to come to a party. Uh-uh, Uh-oh. I'm going to be asleep at nine. Please cancel things. Please cancel things. I don't want to go. Now you can do that. It's canceled. Enjoy doing nothing. Let's all just be introverts for a while. It's okay. Bond with your family. Uh, Call your friends. Play a board game. Cuddle your kitty cat. Cuddle your cat or dog. (laughs) Like, shit. Treat this as a positive. This is a unique opportunity that we don't usually get. And we're all busy. We've got busy lives. This is a weekend where you don't have to be busy. There is nothing going on. No. But I do want to say thank you. And I firmly believe that we all should. To our first responders and the people who have to do the heavy lifting and have no choice. Yeah. Uh, And and when I say that, I don't just mean police, fire, and paramedics. I also mean the receptionists that that have to work at your doctor's office or at the walk-in clinic. Mm -hmm. I mean the janitor who has to clean the hospitals. Mm -hmm. Anybody who has to work to keep our healthcare system running, I feel for you. And I'm thinking about you every single day. And I hope that you guys are okay. You are top of mind for me and us. Absolutely. Absolutely agree with you. Listen, everybody, have a great weekend. Be safe. Take common sense, practical measures to protect yourself and your family. And don't be afraid to just chill this weekend. Do nothing. Don't go anywhere. Don't get on a bus or a train or a plane. feel free to shut the news down for a little bit if you feel like it's becoming too much for you. But if you do, just make sure that you look at trusted news sources and things like that. Sure. Absolutely. Listen, this is a good opportunity to stop the spread. It starts now and you are part of the solution. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you for listening to After 9. 
Is that it? I think that's it. All right. I'm getting out of here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving out the door. right now. I'm going to do a quick apology to Chris Welker and then I'm gone. <laughs> Fist bump, Chris. Fist bump.